Hi, guys. So we are back. If you tuned in this past Wednesday, we had Helena Glazer with us talking about our book, Daisy Jones and the Six. But now you guys had so many good questions for her that similar to what we did with Ashley Spivey, we wanted to do a bonus episode. So she's going to talk to you all about style and skincare and motherhood and a whole bunch more. All my, all my favorite stuff. Yeah, yeah, we couldn't let you leave without I'm asking you more questions. Yes. 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 Well, I'm flattered to be back. So, or not to be back, but to be sitting in the same chair for yeah. another episode. Yes. Yes. So before we talk to Helena, we want to tell you about one of our sponsors for this episode, which is Night Pillow. So you've heard us talk about them before. It is our favorite pillow. We could not sleep without it. So we'll talk to you a little bit more about it later in the episode, but we have a coupon for you. So if you want to try Night Pillow, you can go to discovernight.com and you can use the code BOP20 to get 20% off your order. So again, discovernight.com, 20% off using code BOP20, and we'll tell you more later in the episode. So should we just get right into the questions? Yeah, let's dive on in. Okay. So we wanted to start with some life questions, and I think the first one's like kind of hard-hitting, not really, but um, would you say that you and Keith, Keith is Helena's husband, have grown in the same direction over the years, or do you work at it as you've changed? What a good question. Right? Um, we, Keith and I have been together for a very long time. We met in college. And we often talk about how it feels like we have not been together that long in a good way because we went from starting out in our careers to um, kind of – he's such a such a big part of my blog um, that it's been amazing watching each other kind of – excel in our careers um and yeah I mean I feel like we have grown I mean Keith is an extremely and I could say this he wouldn't say this about himself um talented audio engineer he in the past year got nominated for an Emmy and oh my God. Yeah, yeah yeah um so I'm such a proud wife but like equally he helps me with my blog and helps me shoot photos and is such a key part to my business because he is so business savvy. So um, yeah, I mean, we're each other's biggest cheerleaders and we're both creative people, which really helps. We're both Libras. So, um, which again, I'm like, it Libras helps us. Libras are the best. Yeah, no, it's just, it is. We're and both, we're both very like-minded and we know when to give each other space, like personal space and space within our relationship and that helps and it takes work I mean throughout the years we've had to communicate um if I need something or if he needs something and kind of recognize what's going to make our relationship grow and as all relationships it all takes a lot of work especially as parents um because then you're not each other's priority even though you say you're going to be your child becomes your main focus so it takes a lot of work but um I feel like we've done a pretty good job at kind of just figuring it out as we go yeah did that answer the question I think so I okay so. sorry I got a yeah. little sidetracked but um yeah yeah so now we want to talk about Nate your adorable son he's, he's the cutest how old is he three he's gonna be three on April 24th okay so very soon he's getting so articulate yeah he's um he's a chatterbox he's yeah. so cute thank you but somebody wanted to know if you plan on raising Nate in Brooklyn as of now, we have no plans of moving. Um, we love where we live. We love um, just raising 
a child in the city. I grew up in Queens, so I grew up in a very similar environment, very like urban. Um, I grew up taking the train into the city every weekend with my mom. So I love it. Like I didn't grow up with a backyard. I grew up in a building and my backyard was going to Lincoln Center and going to the ballet. So it just, it creates a different upbringing, but we have no plans of moving. I mean, so as of now, we're staying in New York for quite a while. Yeah. And we bought a ha- we bought our house. We recently renovated our house. So yeah, I can't picture ourselves anywhere yet. Although it would be nice to have a place for the winter because winters are brutal with a child in New yeah. York. Really hard. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah. They're brutal. Anyway, I can't imagine having a child you have to take care of. It's hard. You're like kind places. of bound to the house and you're figuring out what to do. So I'm not going to paint it as to be all amazing, but the good outweighs the bad. Yeah. So right. another Nate question that we got, do you speak Russian with your son? This person said that they love the idea of raising bilingual children. I get this question often. Um, I recently actually did a post on it because I get the question so often. It's hard. I grew up in a Russian-speaking household, speaking with my parents, but because I am first generation, um, once I moved out, Russian was not a language I spoke regularly. Keith is American, so we speak English at home. And now, like when I think and when I like when I think out loud or when I speak without thinking it's always in English and for me to speak Russian it has to be very I have to think about it okay today I'm going to speak in Russian to him so unfortunately I don't speak Russian to him as much as I want to mm-hmm. uh, because it just does not come as naturally to me but my parents and our nanny speaks to him in Russian he understands Russian fluently and he, oh wow yeah and he does speak it but with um a very very crazy American accent as <laughs> like myself and um, it just it takes work so it's something I some, sometimes feel guilty about because I want to keep it in our family and I know how important it is to my parents and of course it can't hurt but um, it takes a lot of work to, to like speak to him in Russian I have to be really mindful of it and it's usually when I'm with him alone not with Keith because as a family we're speaking in English so it's hard. He understands it, and I want to kind of keep that going, but I don't speak to him as much as I should in Russian. I wish that I learned another language in childhood because that's when your brain is so permeable, so it's so easy to pick up. It is. It is. And I, But I think like the biggest thing is speaking it at home and kind of hearing it in conversation at home. More, That's when it really, really mm-hmm. um, kind of sinks in. So, I mean, we've thought about like sending him to Russian class and like getting a tutor, but... Like, it's just another thing to do on our already busy schedules, to be honest. So that's that. Yeah. Um, Okay, so you talked a little bit about how it's hard being a parent and making the other person your priority when you're, you know, raising this little person. One person asked, how do you and Keith keep the romance alive? It it takes work. I mean, it takes... Um, communicating with the other and listening to what they say, even if they're not saying it to you directly, but like their kind of hidden messages or like the other day, Keith messaged me. He's like, we need Helena and Keith time. And I'm like, okay, this is him like saying like, we need um, some bonding time because we do. We've been so busy with our careers and with work and with parenting. Um, We come home, we're both so tired and sometimes like Keith gets home late and an hour later I'm like I'm going to bed I'm just I can't stay up and he's like really but like don't you want to hang out and I'm like 
I do, but I also want to be a functioning human tomorrow. So um, it takes just really strategic um, work to carve time out, like date night. I mean, I know it sounds cliche, but really like taking the time to get a babysitter and or even having like a day date. Sometimes I'll go into the city and we'll meet for lunch. And um, he has he has actually off tomorrow and we're, we still have our nanny. He's in school um, a couple of days a week and then we have a nanny a couple of days a week. Um, and we're kind of just going to have like a Keith and Helena day. So I think it's just really just being aware of um, making each other a priority because, I mean, I grew up in a with divorced parents and I know um, what that can do. And it's just so important for the child to see a healthy dynamic because it just sets the tone for everything. You know, so um, I think prioritizing, prioritizing yourself, but also prioritizing your partner yeah. as much as your child because they're all equally as important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's an interesting question. Somebody wanted to know, how do you feel about the mommy blogging world? Hmm. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah, um, I wasn't sure what it yeah, really meant. I, I mean, I, I guess like I'm partially a mommy blogger. I mean, I'm not because I'm always – I feel like – People You're are not. Always, You're like no. a fashion blogger with a side of a cute Yeah, child. I guess like lifestyle. I've become like more lifestyle. Um, but like what's a mom? Is that like pure? Is that somebody who just does like mom stuff? I mean, in my pregnancy and in my first year, I was all about it because like I'm like, okay, I need help. I, I don't know what to do. I was researching like what's the norm. So I kind of turned to mommy bloggers but I like a real mommy blogger I'm not into and I'm gonna be honest and I've made it very clear on stories um I'm not into the portrayal of perfection because that just does not exist especially as a mom like the I appreciate a beautiful photo but the context and the text behind it I feel like it's very important to keep things real because raising a child is damn hard yeah and um those mommy bloggers who kind of make everything look like it's beautiful and this like whimsical dream world sometimes um put out a message that can be misleading and i think it's very important to be honest that like it's the most amazing thing in the world but it's also really hard so it's those mommy bloggers that i love um the ones that are kind of portray everything as perfect annoy me do you follow, if I'm going to be honest, um, Eva Chen on Instagram? Yes, I love her. So uh, she's obviously not a mommy blogger, but I love when she posts her kids' tantrums and she's like, look, like my kids are really not perfect. They yeah. are like yeah. and staying up too late. Yeah. Like I'm exhausted. And that's healthy because she, you, you can tell she's a wonderful mom and she's clearly brilliant at what she does and she has a successful career and she's showing how she's having a hard time balancing it all. And that's the reality of it. I mean, it's just the reality of what it is raising a child whether you're a stay-at-home mom or a working mom um it's hard and i appreciate the realness because and i try to share the realness as well as like the fun moments because they're all there but um yeah i mean it's it's a lot of work and i want to share that because if someone is like 25 or you know and they're like oh my god you're making me you're making my ovaries hurt or 35 or whatever and i'm like Yes, Nate's really cute, but it's not all fun and games. So just keep that in mind. Who are a couple of accounts that are either like mom blogs or have mom content that you especially like? I mean, Eva Eva Chen is definitely um, somebody who I really appreciate. 
Um, I love Liz Adams, Grace. I know you're friends with her. She's She's just like the perfect um, mix of just keeping things like positive, but also real. And I I just appreciate the cutest boys and she's in Chicago and I feel like um, I've never met her but I just I always message her I'm like you are one of my favorites um, she definitely comes to mind who else um, hmm I mean they're they're definitely a bunch but I'm blanking off the top of my head that's okay that was yeah. on the spot yeah. question yeah. yeah I feel like but I do I love I love I love Eva <laughs> Chad, especially in seeing her raised in New York which Without the backyard and without the, you know, the crazy amount of like space everywhere, it can be its own challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I definitely appreciate that. Yeah. This question kind of makes me feel like we're in the 1950s, but <laughs> they wrote, and you'll hear why. They wrote, how to balance work, being a mom, getting dinner on the table mm-hmm. and keeping a home. Keeping a home. Yeah, keeping a home. Um, help. I mean, help and knowing you're just not going to do everything perfectly. There's some days where I'm like, we're ordering tonight because... I am tired. Sure. Uh, Keith gets home late. So most days he starts later, but he gets home late. So um, a lot of times I I mean, I love to cook. I share that a lot. I enjoy kind of a quick meal because I feel better when I cook. But there's some days where I'm just like, nope, nope. We're ordering Indian tonight or ordering Thai. So I think it's just knowing that um, you're not going to do it all and just being easy on yourself. Is Nate a picky eater or will he eat mm, almost anything? No, he's a little picky. Okay. He's definitely a picky toddler. Um, he does not eat with us most days. He, when you said Indian food, I was like, does Nate eat? No, yeah, no, was no. Like, yeah. No, he, Nate usually eats at like six and then we're eating pretty late. We eat at like 8.30 because by the time Keith gets home. Um, yeah, so it's, it's just, you're not going to do everything perfectly. I'm just like, just going to do the best that I can. Yeah. Um, and that's just the reality. And I'm okay with it. Like, I don't put a lot of pressure on myself. I'm like, okay, today, you know, my, I'm not going to get an Instagram up or I'm, you know, my blog is not going to be fully edited because like I need to spend more time with my child. But like tomorrow I'm going to be all about like my content. So it's just like kind of winging it. I'm yeah. a winger. That's good. We had an episode with Indy Lee a couple of weeks ago. And, and one of the things she talked about was, like just living everything 80 20 and I think that for me it was it was really great to get that permission because I feel like sometimes I'm like oh I'm not being perfect I need to do everything perfectly and I want to live more are you a perfectionist a little bit I definitely have perfectionist tendencies yeah yeah Yeah. and you're a perfectionist too Grace right yeah which is so right it's I guess you're rising so I'm not a perfectionist at all well some will say I am in certain regards but I'm I think you are in some ways like look at what you're wearing right now like look at us and Helena has like gorgeously natural looking makeup a cute outfit you look great because I was like in frumpy clothes all weekend so it just makes me feel better about myself but yeah um, but I'm not a perfectionist I feel like in many regards I'm just like whatever it'll it'll, it'll work itself out yeah yeah that's great that's so freeing it is I I don't have I have um anxiety over certain things but not over you know I sometimes listen I hear Grace and I'm like I'm jealous over how you're so um prepared and like you have your content prepared and I because I remember these conversations yeah. and I think about them often and I'm like yeah I'm like okay I'm gonna have to um, edit my posts for tomorrow like right now <laughs> I wrote tomorrow's post today's post right before Game of Thrones last night yeah. so I'm not always that, on top that's of my me stuff. pretty much yeah kind of often 
Yeah, it adds up. Yeah. Since we started the podcast, I've been much less organized because I feel like I have this whole second job. Right. Well, because you need help. That's yeah. what, that's the thing. We need yeah. to start delegating more. And that's what I'm trying to yeah. get better at. Yeah. Letting go. Yeah. Yeah. So let's switch gears to style. Yeah. You started your blog as a fashion blog yes. and it's kind of. Strictly fashion, yeah. But I feel like your Instagram is diversified a little more into some and more lifestyle, especially on stories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stories is definitely less fashion. Um, and Instagram and blog is kind of mixed. I mean, I feel like I'm more like lifestyle now. Um, and when I poll the audience, I'm like, what do you want to see? There's a lot of fashion, but people want to see food and motherhood. So I give the people what they want. Yeah. Um. But you're one of the most stylish people I follow on Instagram. Same. Oh, thank you. So somebody wanted to know, do you have any tips for walking in heels? How do you walk around New York in stilettos? I have a pair of flats in my bag. Okay. I mean, let's be honest. I No, no one is walking around. Maybe when I was 22. But now, no. I am. I definitely am that girl changing. You also don't want to ruin your shoes. No. And I'm, I'm changing my flat. I wear a lot more flats or low heels with my outfits these days. But if I do want to put on like a pair of killer heels for an event or a party, I am... And I'm not in an Uber, um, I w- or I am in an Uber. I will change in the Uber or on the corner, like in the street, because that's just what New Yorkers do. I always have an extra bag, always with stuff inside. Yeah. Do you have any like secret tips for like any inserts or anything to make your heels more comfortable, or do you just wear them as? I know is? people ask me that often. I have a very very high foot arch, oh. extremely high foot arch. Um, so I feel like that has a lot to do with my tolerance for heels yeah um I also joke around I'm I'm Russian and I feel like Russian women in general are just like used to heels um but but no I don't use no inserts I just um I can't like do like Louboutins anymore like certain we always talk about how the Manolas are so comfortable yeah like now I'm like my age I'm like I look for comfort um comfort in heels Manolas I can definitely walk like a few blocks in and be fine do you have the Sarah Flint Perfect pump? Yeah, yeah. They're been, great too. I know you're a big yeah, fan. Yeah, I like those better than the Manolos, like comfort-wise at least. Um, For me, I feel like they're similar. Okay. Yeah, the Manolos like mold to my feet re- really well, but so okay. do the Sarah, Sarah, yeah. Sarah Flint. Okay. It's such a personal thing. It's kind of like finding a natural de- it, deodorant that works. You have exactly. to find the, the, the heel that works for your foot. You do. You do. But the Manolo BBs are ones I always um, yeah. kind of just recommend if, as an investment pair. Um, somebody else wrote, I love your style, but I can't afford a lot of the things you post. What are your favorite affordable brands? Um, so, I mean, I feel like I speak about this stuff. I love, I love Zara. I'm there. I'm very mixed into mixing high and low. Not everything I wear is expensive. I definitely invest in accessories and handbags and shoes um, that's just always been my thing. Um, but I love H&M and Zara and, um, I think you do a great job mixing and matching. Yeah, and I, and I've realized like, I don't always want to spend $400 on a shirt or $800 on a dress. Like it's just not even, not even keeping my readers in mind for me, even as somebody who, um, I'm just like, no, I'd rather actually put this money towards a handbag or a pair of shoes and I know like people like let's say like (coughs) Crystal Bick for example or even Blair they have the most beautiful um, 
and Crystal and I talk about this often, um, articles of clothing, and they, but they Crystal, do. for example, says she'd rather spend money on like a Zimmerman dress. And I'm like, I'd rather spend money on an H&M dress and a pair, a Chanel bag. Same. I um, Just because I'm like such a jeans and t-shirt girl, and I feel like that just is easily spruced up with um, a nice bag. And it's just like, it's to each their own. But for me, um, yeah, H&M, Zara, Mango, um, those are like my go-tos. I mean, I'm I'm kind of shopping there all often. Yeah. And are you buying all of your handbags new, or are you also? I know Grace is really into like the real real and like. No, the, definitely not all new. I have a lot of like love the real handbag real. friends, and we're like in a group together. Oh my god, it's I love like, that. It's like we do like deals. Um, so like my friend will alert me. I know you're looking for this bag. Like so and so is selling it. So no, I I have bought new bags, but I feel like most of my bag purchases have been secondhand um and i recently actually did um an entire stories on it i saved it as a highlight because i get this question quite often how like where i shop and how i shop and like what i cross-reference like if i'm shopping on ebay which is scary for many um but no i love the thrill of the hunt okay yeah and i'm all about like a vintage chanel um, and I have no problem letting go. As soon as I'm over something, I will sell it and move on to the next. Oh, I'm a pack rat. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need this in the future. Yeah, and I no, I'm, I am definitely. I actually, I get like, I get a high off like selling things and um, putting that money towards a new purchase. I Did just, you get into the condo craze, the Marie Condo? And I know, um, I remember listening to your conversation. I, I tried. I am not a minimalist, but I'm also, I grew up with a little bit of like a, a hoarder mom. Um, she's not going to hear this. So I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. But um, it just, she, you know, I'm a child um, of immigrant parents who had to basically pick up their entire life and move to another country and from a communist country. So my mother grew up with the mentality of like, I need to hold on to everything because this may be taken away from me or when will I need it? So growing up with that, I kind of was like, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I like to live like as clutter free as possible. And I try, but I'm a little messy. So it's, it's like a weird mix. Um, but I'm not a pack rat. I actually get like, I get like a thrill off um, donating and like getting rid of things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's take a quick break to talk a little bit more about Night Pillow. Yes. So guys, today we are sponsored by Night Pillow, and you've heard us talk about them before multiple times, but it is one of our favorite, favorite, favorite things. We actually could not sleep without ours. So Night is on a mission to support a better you one night at a time. You spend a third of your life asleep, so you better love your pillow. Yes. This pillow has been called the most comfortable pillow in the world by celebrities, influencers, and me. I love my night pillow so much. I have two of them on my bed and it is the absolute greatest. It's just like the, it's just hard enough. I sleep so much better with it. Um, And rumor has it that Madonna and Kim Kardashian are both fans. Yeah. So I had never slept on a memory foam pillow before, and it has changed the game. It kind of molds to your body. So if you change positions or toss and turn, it kind of changes with you instead of just being like that flat, mushy yeah. mess. So we love them because they're a New York City-based company. They are female-founded, and they have a totally unique product. So 
Um, I just started using mine after Ashley Spivey came on the episode and she got me hooked and I loved it from the first night I tried it. I think I'm about like a month and a half in now to using mine and like I'm thinking about traveling with it when we go on tour. Like they have a travel case that you can buy. I know. You can roll it up. Ashley was explaining that to us. I know. It is the most comfortable pillow and it also has some great beauty benefits. It's great for your skin and your hair. The cover is silk. So it really helps to preserve a blowout and mm-hmm. it helps you from um, prevent you from getting those creases on your face when you sleep. So I have like a little bedtime ritual. I have six pillows on my bed. I take them all off before bed and I only sleep with my night pillows. I get asked a lot because the silk cover is black. So people are always like, well, how does that look? Like, what do you do? So what I do is I when I make my bed in the morning, I put the two night pillows down first. Then I pull my duvet up over it. And then I put my other five pillows on top of those. So you can't see it because it so is. it's like your hidden secret. It's like my hidden secret. And then I don't sleep with any of my other pillows. This pillow is like, I mean, Tyrion tries to steal it from me. I used to only have one and the guy I was dating would always try and take it from me. So I will just tell you like peop- get two because people will try and take it from you. So if you want to try Night Pillow, you can go to discovernight.com to learn more about the Night Pillow and their other luxurious beauty sleep products. Hint, they have amazing sheet masks. The sheet masks are so good. And they have a travel case if you want to be like Becca. Yes. And you can take 20% off your order using code BOP20. So again, discovernight.com, take 20% off using code BOP20. And also, for all of our listeners who are a little skeptical, they have a great return policy. So if you want to try it for yourself, grab a pillow, sleep on it. I'm pretty sure you're not going to return it, but you, you can. won't return it. So hope you give it a try and let us know if you do. Yeah. But now, back to Helena. So now we're going to talk my favorite topic, skincare. Yes, so Grace. You and you I are have skincare. such beautiful skin. Oh, my goodness. It's perfect. And I was following Grace, your journey with your Fraxel yes. treatment. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, I am long overdue for the post to go live. I've been having some blog issues, so I haven't posted. Um, oh, no. But yeah, Fraxel was um, something I plan to do every year now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Okay. So what is your, what's your skin type? Just so other people can get a sense of like for the recommendations you're giving. Um, I am now, I'd say, normalish with an oily T-zone. I'm always, my forehead's always shiny. I'm always like blotting my forehead. Um, and I definitely am breakout prone during the time of the month. But I'd say, yeah, like combination, kind of normal combination with an oily T-zone. Okay. So walk us through, what is your like day-to-day skincare routine in the morning and then in the evening? Okay, so morning, I use a little bit of cleanser. I know some people will say, you don't need cleanser. You could just splash your face to each their own. I just like using a little bit just to kind of remove the morning gunk. I then will towel dry and use my, right now, SkinCeuticals um, CE Ferulic Vitamin C. Love that stuff. And I know some will say they use vitamin C at night. Do you use vitamin C at night? I use it at night. So I'm confused. Why? Um, just because I've heard that it is harsh and that it can, if you're going outside, it's like really not good. I mean, of course, put sunscreen on, but yeah. I've heard that you shouldn't. And, and then I always read, and from what I hear, that it helps um, the SPF work better because it, like, oh, interesting. it acts as a guard from like UV 
we need UV. to like yeah talk we need to, a to derm. we do because it i've i've heard different yeah, things but i and it also brightens your skin so it helps you know you look like all glowy and pretty i know but i've I been know. told that that's only for nighttime it's very interesting huh. we have to get to the bottom of this yeah that's why i do dr bader in the morning because i'm uh, and then I do my sunscreen over that. You do. Okay. Yeah. So you and I have, we have a very reverse. Uh, yeah. I mean, and Grace's skin, I know you, you guys, she's your, your go-to. Skin. Is, um, you have no makeup on and it looks like, like a dewy dream. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I will use SkinCeutical CE Ferulic after I, some, some days I will tone in the morning. And I know this is a little confusing, but I kind of will wake up and be like, what does my skin need today? That's a, I do the same thing. Like, you have to listen to your skin. Yes. If it's feeling dry, you do different things. If it's feeling oily. Exactly. And, and they're like, what is your routine? I'm like, and I never really answer it completely because it changes from day to day. But let's just say what I did this morning. So I woke up. I cleansed. I used CE Ferulic. I did not tone because I had a pretty harsh exfoliator last night so I felt like my skin didn't need another round um then I used um a hyaluronic acid after like I let the um, vitamin c soak in and then I used goop um spf I don't use my moisturizer underneath my spf mixed in with one little pump of tan lux tan drops Ooh. and one pump of um not one pump, like a baby little thing of um, trunk elephant. It's like a tanning tint. So it just gives oh. kind of like a little tiny glow. And I use very little, like so sparingly. Oh. Um, and it kind of helps just like give like a little bit of like a sun kiss. Did you put foundation on over that or just? Um, um, no, today I'm wearing. Um, Your skin looks perfect. Oh, I'm wearing concealer. I'm wearing NARS creamy concealer. Oh, I like that concealer. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. And then a little illuminator on my cheeks. Yeah. So that's day. And then night, I will um, double cleanse. Um, always start out with a balm cleanser or an oil with a cloth. And then I, my second cleanse, I am not as um, crazy with, like, whatever I have on hand, whether it's cream or I'm using an Elemis, the Elemis. Um, Is it the resurfacing one? It's, just, it's, the, it's the tall one with, like, the yellow. I forget the name of it off the top of my head. I love Elemis. Me too. Me too. They have such great products. Um, I don't use a cloth for my second cleanse. Some people ask, unless I'm wearing like foundation and a crap load of makeup. Um, and then I use a toner. And then I'll do whatever. Like some some days I will use an acid. Some days I will use um, a baby facial by Drunk Elephant. Um, and then I use night. The bader is for, for night for me. I don't use yeah. it during the day, but maybe I should because... I just make sure I get that on my skin like at least once a day. That's yes. my thing. Like it has to go on at least once a day. So I know it, if I use it as my day cream, that's fine. And then at night, because, you know, I like to do a vitamin C. I like to do retinol at like two yeah. to three nights a week. Right, right. So I don't always get the Dr. Bader on because you can't use a serum if you use that. How do you – so you use it on – you cleanse and then put the Bader on. Yeah. Okay. Or t- I tone first. You do. You, so sometimes, you always tone in the yeah, morning. Yeah. At night, sometimes I use the P50 and then – but I have a toner that I really like too. Okay, which yeah. one? Um, the it's called Aquel A C W E L L. Oh, I don't know. It's I think you get it. You get it at Soko Glam. It's a Korean okay. one. It's oh, okay. really good. Okay. It okay, like I have to check that out. Yeah, it always gets like a lot of dead skin off, which I see yeah. as like the. I want that. I yeah, I like those results. I want to see it. I want the pad to be brown even in the morning. Yeah, same. same. Yeah. So yeah, that's um. But I think it is. You get to a point where you realize what your skin needs so I don't have a 
uh, like daily same routine. It really, really. Some days I need acid. Some days I need uh, moisture. Mm-hmm. What about favorite swear by products? Like, what are your holy grails? <sighs> okay, um, P fifty one hundred percent without a doubt is cannot live without it. Um, the oh God. How how does Keith feel about the smell of P fifty? He's so used to my like yeah. shenanigans. He's just yeah. like, oh, what are you doing now? You smell like um, a fireplace when you use this stuff. The, the nineteen is that the one you used in nineteen seventy? Yeah, that one smells a lot more rancid than that non nineteen seventy. And I kind of alternate. <laughs> rancid, um, that's a good way. Yeah, it's 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 pretty it's pretty harsh. He's he's used to it. Um, and then the the Bader. I mean, I I'm late to it. You kind of were one of the first people to it's write so about good. it. And I really was like, no, it's probably going to be hyped up. Like, I've never been really excited about a cream. And it is. Oh, by the way, did you know we both say it wrong? It's Dr. Botter. Oh, is it? Yeah. The publicist, I was, I saw her for drinks and I was like, oh, whoops. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good to know. But I still say Bader. So it's, it's, it's how, how do you say August, it? Augustinus Botter. August, okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Stand corrected. I've been saying mm-hmm. it wrong the whole time. But yeah, that is, um, it's very expensive, but it's one product that I will definitely not be without because it is just, it's just incredible. It's incredible. So those, I'd say those two. I love Vintner's Daughter. um, Love. I need to try that. It's amazing. And I I, I, I hate um, recommending all these really expensive products because I know people are like, but how about like on a budget? But they're just so, I don't know. They're just really like, they're incredible, mm-hmm. incredible. And then, um, cloth. I mean, f- f- a facial cloth. Like, what? It doesn't have to be anything, but just like I cannot live without like a, a facial cloth to remove my. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you get all your skincare knowledge from? Um, through I went through a really horrible adult acne phase in my late twenties, where out of nowhere I've never had skin issues. I just it was just so bad for a couple of years and it was just such a depressing time in my life. Um, and I remember not, never not wanting to leave my house and my blog was starting to like really take off and I was invited to all these like glamorous events and I'm like, but I can't be seen this way because my skin is just looking terrible. And I just would go down like rabbit holes of trying to figure out like what the solution was and like what products I, um, needed or what I needed to be doing differently. And I speak about her often. Um, it all started with discovering double cleansing from Caroline Hirons. Oh my God. I love her. She's amazing. And I, um, I've learned so Everyone much. Everyone should follow her YouTube. Like, and yeah. Instagram. All yeah. She's just, I just, she's no, no bullshit. Very like straight to the point. Um, not, not everything is a positive review, which I really appreciate. And she kind of was the one who introduced me. And this was, I mean, at this point, eight years ago, she introduced me to double cleansing and P50. And I feel like I kind of introduced, not introduced, but I um, educated my audience what I learned from her. Yeah. So I, um, she's definitely one that I learned a lot from. She was like my teacher, like my online teacher. And we've become friendly online. We've never met, but um, we've become friendly online. So, and then just for research, I mean, speaking to dermatologists and um, various estheticians. And when I go get facials, I ask 100 questions. Mm -hmm. Why are you using this? What should I be using? And I just, um, I pick the brain um, of just numerous people and conversations with you and various beauty um, bloggers but the vitamin C question has not been asked. Yeah, so we have to figure we that have out. to figure it out because um, day or night. 
Yeah. If we've got any dermatologists listening. Like I listened to Georgia Luis on um, a podcast and she said she uses it during the day, but I know a lot of people use it at night. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. And we have like a bunch of random questions. Yeah. Give it to me. Yeah. So one person asked, are you moving away from... Your, the blog again they said they they yeah, miss your well, blog because i haven't posted this is the longest i haven't posted i know in, i was just checking your site no, the i other haven't day. posted in weeks and it's the longest i have gone in my entire blogging career without posting because i was having so many back-end issues Ugh. um and i have somebody i've had a few people looking into it like really knowledgeable people who couldn't get to the bottom of it um and i actually just got a text message that the issue has been resolved so, um, no, I'm not moving away from my blog. Please don't think that. Um, this this break has been giving me so much anxiety. But at the same time, I'm like, it's kind of been nice. Um, and then um, it's nice to know that people still read my blog because I'm like, are people moving away from blogs in general? And I know they're not. I think if you post consistently, they keep coming. Yeah. And, and now I'm like, great. Yeah. I'm like totally going to ruin myself. So I'm going to have to promote. But no, I'm not moving away from it. And Things are back in action. Thank you. I um I just love it. It's just it's nice to have like, you know, the you know, it we do this full time and I feel like the Instagram thing is just not enough to to satisfy my my soul. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Instagram, how do you balance Insta pretty and Insta real so well? You do a great job with that, mm, by the way. Do I? I struggle. That was not a I question like, from me. But. I feel like I struggle with um with the aesthetically <coughs> aesthetically pleasing um grid. But oh, I feel like people care less. I know. I, I try not to, but then I'm like, oh, um, I don't know. I, I struggle with it. I feel like I don't. I, I try to give pretty photos because the photography still matters, but with like real captions. And, and my cap, my photos with, that are like showing Nate having a meltdown are always the ones that people love the most because it's just real. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a constant battle. I, I, I kind of have the same, I feel like, Instagram woes that everybody does. Yeah, it's it's a battle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's a question that we got. Somebody wanted to know what your take is on the Make My Size movement and what you think of Grace's inclusivity challenge. I love it. I, I Like, your um, Insta... Was a video with Katie? Oh, it was, was so fun so, to make that. But it was also so sad. I, I and like she does such a good job at um like putting humor in it. Yeah, she makes it fun, but it still sucks. Like no. just because she's laughing doesn't mean she's I, not tired you know, and, and I'll exhausted. Be honest, I was not um, aware of how difficult like it was. That's like, how I feel. I really and I'm and I'm sorry. Like I kind of feel stupid for not um being aware because. I just wasn't. And I, I mean, I love it. I love, like, I've been following and I've been just, my eyes have been opened up in a crazy way to, like, the challenges that. Yeah. And, like, you you look at some of these women and you're like, they're, yeah, they're curvy, but you're like, they're not, like, they shouldn't have issues finding clothes. Yeah. And Katie is so well-dressed that I just, like, you look at someone like that and you're like, oh, sh- you know, she, like, clearly doesn't have any issues shopping. No, she's, like, getting things, like, from the men's department and pairing them with, like designer pieces with other things like she's so resourceful yeah and i'm but, sure she spends money on tailoring yeah. to like no, actually I, she doesn't she told she us do- that oh, in her podcast doesn't. episode oh, she do- okay she's like, i know i don't go to the tailor I have to listen to that one yeah um i i love i i love it i think it's wonderful that you're doing that and also like opening 
I think that so about, many straight size bloggers just had no idea. We, and, and that's what it is. It's just, it's not like being insensitive to it. Just, just, you just don't, you don't know think, if you're not like, you know. Yeah. You go in into it. a store and you get your size and you're not like, well, let's see what other sizes there are. Right. And the fact that like some of these stores, what do they go up to like? A large. I mean, that's kind of ridiculous. Like, I did not know. Rag and Boone doesn't even have an extra large. That's that's re- they don't no and a lot of denim doesn't go above a size 32 which is not that which big. is not that big at all at all we like i just feel like my mind has been completely blown by this whole thing ha- has um has katie mentioned whether brands are now with like the make my size hashtag are they some are yeah. so like veronica beard i mean she was in their presentation and like they've done a really good job i think their fall line is going to be fully ex- inclusive but I know that for our video, nobody responded. I mean, but you know, there's yeah. talks behind, yeah, in, yeah. behind closed doors. Yeah. For sure. I had but a, not be. yeah, I had a brand reach out to me and be like, just so you know, like, cause I, I was like, I love your line, but like, if you don't carry an XXL, I can't work with you. And they're like, we're doing XXL for fall. So I was like, great. Yeah. yeah. But it's, I think that it, like, I think everyone needs to be talking about it. It can't just be the plus community. I think we all have to, like. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because it's, I think that it's not, again, it's not, it's just ignorance. Like, it's it's never intentional. It's never intentional. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like this question. What is the best spot to get a cocktail on a Thursday? Oh, my God. And I I read that before, and I'm like, can you can you let me know? Yeah, I know. I'm like, tell us. Because I, I, um, I used to be really cool and know all the hot spots. Um, I feel like I don't know like the hot spots anymore. I mean, I, I, I'm so embarrassed that I don't know this. Um, I would like in the past, I would say the Crosby Hotel, but is that even still like I a like cool going place? there? Yeah, is I was it? there. Yeah. I think a couple yeah. weeks ago. Um, hotel bars are always hotel great. Hotel bars, especially like being in your 30s. I'm not like I, I'm like okay, where am I not going to feel like a grandmother? Yeah. Where can I sit? Oh, yeah. Where can I sit? Where can I sit? Won't exactly. be too We're going to have a conversation and um, actually like, get to know like how life is going. Um, I mean, I love a wine bar, but I I want someone to answer this for me because I want to know because I don't know. Like, what's, what are the spots now? Maybe we need to do put a poll up. Yeah, yeah. please. Yeah. And share the results because mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, Where did we go on Saturday, Becca? I liked that bar we started out in. Oh, Bonnie V. Bonnie V Where's was fun. That? It's kind of behind the Whole Foods on Houston. Oh, okay. I don't know what the street is. Okay. And where did we go with Ashley afterwards? We went to the Musket Room, but that's a restaurant. It's not a restaurant. A bar. But their bar was nice. We were on Saturday night. We it was like it was eleven. So funny. We went into three places, and they were like, "We're closing." We were like, "This is New York City. It's eleven p.m. It on was a Saturday, Saturday night." What? Yeah, we were not having any luck. It was hilarious. We're like what's happening yeah i'm like no this is new york is known for the like, late city yeah like, they stay open till four yeah it was crazy something's happening yeah put up a poll because i i, yeah. I need to know i need to be like in the loop again maybe yeah. that's what we're going to discover this summer all the i want to like acquaint myself with all of the cute spots and specifically in brooklyn yeah yeah i'm excited i have a whole new a whole, whole new, new borough to explore. yeah you do yeah it's great um besides is- just lucky dog we always go to lucky dog because you, there's cute boys there and you can bring dogs and oh. we like to go and pet the dogs Ooh. but it's definitely not the best spot for a cocktail no it's like a six dollar vodka soda okay so <laughs> it's like somewhere to go at midnight on a right weekend we, 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 as like your yeah second part yeah. of the night yeah 
Um, this one is really funny. Somebody said, what will you do if you move <laughs> out a good of- way to end? Yeah. What will you do if you move out of Brooklyn or turn brunette? I mean, I guess I'll just go with it. Um, my, my hair has <laughs> Your gone- hair's a lot darker it's now. It's a lot darker. Well, it's up now and I, and it's definitely a lot darker when it's up because kind of like I have product in it, but, um, I've gotten definitely darker since my horrendous, um, Oh, we both Bleach. have some bad bl- bl- oh, blonde moments. Like on all documented online. But, um, well, I, I don't know. I guess I'll just go with it. I mean, you can't, um- stay i can't live to my blog name and reputation my whole life and hopefully everybody will move along with me if that happens so we'll see yeah although it sounds like earlier you're not planning to move to brooklyn no we're not i'm not or from brooklyn, brooklyn. and yeah. right now my hair is not going to get any darker than it is yeah because your um, hair color is on point right now by the way thank you i've, I've worked a lot i've worked um hard to get to a decent place i miss being lighter but i just my hair just couldn't handle like the damage um from the bleach just because it's pretty fine um so yeah I, i'm staying put for a while with hair color and my location so no worries there <laughs> helena you get your own desperation minute so tell everyone any projects you're working on that you want to plug your blog Ooh. your instagram what what should people do oh okay so for one my blog is still around please visit it because i know a few of us say this but it is really where my blood sweat and tears go into um i'm doing a project right now um still shooting the content with one of my favorite denim brands which i was so excited they wanted to work with me because i wear them on my own will um Lejeune. and when they oh, amazing they're margot jean it's like a high-waisted skinny and i've been wearing them for years so when i got this um email i was like oh my like those are the best when you're dream like, partnership when you're like i wear your stuff for free so yeah so um that's yeah. gonna be kind of rolling out it's a, a couple style posts um and then yeah i have my fraxel post which is going to be coming um being published probably the same week that this podcast when is this airing it, next week yeah next so week so April 23rd. okay so let's say this week the same week that this is going to air and um, i'm so excited i for can't that. wait for that and it was truly I, I will say it was one of the best things that i've done um so I'm going to have a full recap with the dirt, not dirty, with the ugly and behind the scene photos of my face looking crazy. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned for that because I'm going to have everything on my blog about that. So, yeah, I think that's that's enough plugging. And where do people find you on Instagram? Brooklyn Blondes One. Yes, and, um, with the one. With the one, yes. Number one. Yeah. The first. I know. <laughs> the first. Um, no, actually the second. That's why I'm one. But, um yeah, and brooklynblonde.com is my site. Those are my two um, outlets. Well, thank you for joining us for not just one, but two thank podcast episodes. Thank you for episodes. having me. This was so much fun. We had so much fun. We thank had a blast. You guys. Yeah. And we'll see you on Wednesday for our next episode. Yeah. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.